0: ladies and gentlemen drivers gig workers and everyone in between welcome to this week in rideshare podcast i'm your host jared hoffa it is thursday september 14th and this week uber's new service lyft's new feature and amazon's new deal legal rideshare breaks it down And from Legal Rideshare, I'm joined by the co founder and lead attorney, Bryant Greening. Bryant, happy Thursday.
1: Happy Thursday, Jared. Great to be back again.
0: Yes, there's a lot of news as usual. I feel like, you know, when the summer comes to an end, the news heats up. I feel like there's some sort of trend there every year. I don't know.
1: I agree. Everybody's ready to, um, you know, everybody's got their butts in seats instead of out and about anymore.
0: <laughs> it's true. It's true. So we're going to jump right into it. We're going to head with. Uh, Monday, Uber might be launching a new service. And this is from Engadget. And they reported, quote, according to Bloomberg, the company is exploring the possibility of offering a new TaskRabbit-like service. Uh, apparently, they found the code as it is codenamed Chore. Now, Chore will let you hire taskers and will let you specify in the app what you need help with, how long you think it'll take, and what time you want the tasker to arrive Um, I think this is an interesting play. I know they said they want to be the Uber for everything. I'm just curious what implications might be there, if any.
1: Well, you know, I think this is just the latest example of Uber diversifying, you know, the the businesses that it's involved in. Um, Uber has been hyperactive in terms of expanding its reach, uh, whether it's booking Uh, You know, trains and and, uh, planes and boats and helicopters, which I know they've done around the world, um, delivery, uh, food, groceries, and and now they're entering the TaskRabbit space. Um, So it's not surprising to me because they have said time and time again that we want to provide services to as many different industries and provide work for as many different types of people as we can. And uh, this is just, I guess, the latest example.
0: I guess what will be interesting is to see how... Um, they handle deactivations because that's you know that's the hottest topic in the gig world and but this is a different this isn't a different scale because it's not just oh well, there's an issue with the drive I mean they're talking about hiring people as electricians and plumbing and TV mounting you know this could be an issue where someone gets their work done and then complains oh the person was abusive and get it gets it done for free or who knows it could go it could yeah. be crazy it, it
1: will be interesting to see how they do uh, you know this type of the, of uh, oversight, I guess. It, the rating system is is obviously different than a ride from A to B. There's a lot more that goes into um, the, you know the, the, these different projects. I've used TaskRabbit in the past. I know that it's you know the service is is very different from any other type of gig work activity. It's not just a um, quick interaction like a, a short ride or a delivery would be. Um, sometimes you're with these, uh, workers for hours at a time. I've had task rabbits in my home and office for hours completing various tasks, whether it's, um, you know, hanging up a bunch of pictures all throughout the, the house or working on electricity or you know, at the legal rideshare office, we had a task rabbit come in and hang up the, the signs that, that um, you know, announced our presence, essentially. And um, So it's a different type of worker. It's a different type of work. And certainly Uber is going to have to adapt to it and make sure that they're handling things fairly for all parties involved.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. I think the key word there is adapt. And I guess we will see how they adapt to it. We're going to head off into Tuesday. Lyft adds a new feature to improve safety. This is from The Verge. And they reported, quote, on Tuesday, rideshare service Lyft. Announced, Women Plus Connect, an in-app feature that matches women and non-binary drivers with more women and non-binary riders. The move is an effort to improve safety and encourage more uh, women and non-binary drivers to work with the company. Um, the feature offers Lyft drivers an option to turn on a preference in the app to prioritize matches with other nearby women and riders. I definitely think surface level, pretty pretty impressive, a good thing to do. Um, I will say this, and they mention it in the article, it says, however, if a rider uh, can't match that description and if there's not a rider slash driver nearby, the drivers will just be matched with men. So this is a caveat just just to let it out there.
1: Yeah, I think it's a great idea. Um, It's it's a start uh, towards a safer environment. Um, We often criticize these companies for not taking enough, uh, action to make people feel safe and to make people safe, uh, in particular. Um, so anything that they can do to create a an environment where there's more accountability, more comfort, uh, less opportunity for harassment or assault, uh, we're all for it. You know, I, I, like where their heads are at. Um, we'll see how the, how it works out in practice. If there's enough women drivers out there to accommodate the demand, um, because I know right now that the vast majority of drivers are men so we'll, you know we'll see if there's enough um, you know drivers to to make this work um, but I like the idea
0: yeah I think it, I think it's great. Uh, my thing is I just hope that like you said I think uh, the key is how many women drivers are there and also I just hope the service is effectively followed through in a logistical standpoint there's not issues or confusion or technical problems. Because those sort of small things, as we've seen before, with where Lyft tried to do something good, like the Lyft safety feature, and we firsthand saw how the feature failed, and uh, a driver got assaulted live on a dash cam. So it, it's just that's the only thing I worry about. But hopefully, that's not the case, and um, and it works out.
1: Yeah, and I just say Lyft um, released a safety report that not that long ago, and there were four thousand sexual assault claims that they had identified. And that's just the ones that people reported I'm sure that the number is is far larger than that so um, I appreciate that the companies are seeing those numbers and trying to take proactive measures to to put the the, the numbers in a in a um, you know better better place we want right. to see as few um, incidents as possible that number should be as close to zero as it possibly can be and maybe this is one thing that that can help uh, put it in the right direction
0: yeah good point let's hope so Uh, We're going to head off into Wednesday. Amazon is boosting pay for its delivery drivers. This first came from CNBC. They reported the company announced the pay bump at an annual closed-door conference called Ignite Live, which had about 3,500 small businesses that make up its DSP or delivery service partners. Um, They didn't say how much it was uh, raising wages, but the company now anticipates the average delivery associate will earn $20.50 per hour on average or more plus Benefits. Um, interesting play by Amazon. Uh, it's a it's a good thing to hear.
1: Absolutely. I, I think any time that we can increase pay for the the driver, that's a good thing. And the the Amazon work that we're talking about is a little bit different than say, Instacart or Uber. This is these are people who are less, I think, defined as gig workers. But I think it's a positive trend in in how the companies are treating their workers. Um, I I think. First, I want to say I, we've seen companies make promises like this before and when you start to dive into the numbers, the raises aren't exactly what they initially appeared to be. Um, but assuming that we're talking about20 plus dollars an hour plus benefits and that's actually what drivers walk away with, that's great. That, that's a solid earnings and it's solid income and, and you can you, know, you can live a nice life that way. So um, maybe this brings more people towards Amazon and away from other uh, delivery type jobs. Uh, and maybe this is a model for the companies going forward, because if, if Amazon's pulling all the workers in, then the other companies need to adapt and uh, create better conditions as well.
0: Yeah, you know, that's kind of the first thing I thought when I read this article is what if finally these companies are realizing that, at least, at least Amazon, like, hey, if we're proactive and and actually appreciate our drivers slash gig worker and give them raises when they deserve it, that there's not going to be all this chaos around us and protest because they're going to get what they deserve, you know, instead of then fighting back when it's too late.
1: I I think that's exactly right. And also there's less turnover. So one of the biggest issues that these companies deal with is drivers moving around between jobs. A driver will work for Amazon for a little bit, then they'll get fed up and move to Uber and then move to Instacart and then move to Grubhub. If, If the drivers feel respected and can make a good living there's no reason to move around like that and uh that consistency um for the company is ultimately a good thing you've got good workers doing a good job and unlikely to to move um i, I just think it's a win-win for everyone
0: yeah totally agree uh, and speaking of not a win-win we're going to end the week here uh apparently one op-ed explains how the gig economy is on the losing end uh, and this is from CT News Junkie. The op-ed added, quote, and if they've been the gig economy for long, they know they are on the losing end of an economic system where people with resources benefit from the ease and convenience of, say, a quick ride to the train station while the driver walks away with sometimes shockingly little compensation. They are not much protected by labor laws. Forget health insurance. They don't get that either. In one public testimony, uh, one app-based driver said she's watched her pay drop From $600 a week, uh, basically down to $200 a week if it's a busy week, and never mind the tire repairs. Um, So they also added to say the gig economy is, according to some estimates, about to blow past $455 billion. But the argument here is the government regulations have not kept up. I think what's interesting about this op-ed is we're starting to see not just... uh, experts like us or other people close to the industry it's starting to become glaringly obvious for everyone that there's some issues here
1: yeah we've known of these issues for a long time and i'm happy to to see that the general public is starting to take notice because things aren't going to change until the masses start paying attention and demanding better conditions for the members of our community This is essentially what we were talking about before when we were praising Amazon for raising the the wages. The the reason why these raises are necessary is because the pay has been stagnant or declining for years. Uh, The the fact that drivers aren't compensated for their expenses, um, they don't get any benefits um, of typical employees – it's just becoming an unlivable environment. They they can't earn enough to keep a roof over their head. Um, they're losing money in the proposition because they don't, you know, they think, oh, well, I made $30 this hour. Well, they didn't take into account the cost of gas and the wear and tear on their vehicle and everything else that's actually making that, those earnings way, way less and oftentimes below minimum wage. Um, so it's... This is not new news, but it's it's a positive thing that it's starting to get some attention.
0: Yeah, I think that's key. I think you shed light on these things, especially for the general public. You know, when it comes to voting time, you know, it gives opportunity for change.
1: And it's also for important for the politicians to see it. You mentioned voting; it's it's important that the general public sees these things and then pressures the politicians to vote in a certain way. Like we see what happened in Minneapolis when the drivers really pushed the the city council members to act they did now unfortunately it fell short when it sat at the mayor when it got to the mayor's desk but you can you see what pressure on politicians can do and how momentum can can push these um these issues forward and hopefully create real avenue for change in in many cities across the country
0: right exactly and that's what we're hoping for and and this is a good sign of that Uh, so before we sign off for the weekend i'll uh, give you the floor as usual
1: Uh, You know, at the end of these shows, we always just like to remind everybody to um, contact us if they're ever involved in an accident or injured um, in any sort of rideshare or gig-related activity. Um, Consultations are always free. Um, We can help direct you in the right uh, way to make sure that you get your medical bills paid for, um, wage loss recovered, pain and suffering, um, and any other damage that you're entitled to. So please do not hesitate to reach out to us. Visit us at LegalRideshare.com. Um, we'd be happy to assist.
0: Awesome. Thank you, Bryant. And as always, I like to say that this is the end of this week in Rideshare. See you next week.